Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zolman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Building Your Empire with Sophie Zoe. I am so excited as this season of guests continues. I have somebody from far, far away down over in Australia today. So excited to have my friend and co colleague, Anthony Pearl. He is the director of Calm Together, a communications and marketing agency that works with medium-sized businesses and the not-for-profit sector in particular. Their philosophy is to take the time to understand an organization and how it engages with its audiences, then design communication and marketing strategies and assist in their implementation, including everything from facilitating marketing workshops to coordinating branding, brochures, newsletters, and reports to online and social media applications. Calm Together presents an affordable solution, giving organizations access to not just 30 years of experience and significant achievements, but also to a trusted network of suppliers. Their knowledge is based on extensive work in the media with businesses large through to corporate and with many not-for-profit organizations as well. Go to cometogether.com.au for more information. Through quality communications, together we can create a difference. Anthony, my friend, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today. So excited to be here. And I feel like I should, after that introduction, I should say, g'day, everyone. You know, make it a little <laughs> bit more Aussie. Yes, you should. Be Aussie because my, <laughs> yeah. friends, my, my friends and my listeners love to hear the Aussie accent for sure. Alrighty, we're going to get started with the question I ask all my guests. Anthony, what is your best advice for business owners who want to scale their business from six to seven figures and beyond? Well, I think the the simple fact is, is that you need to get back to the basics. Like a lot of people grow their businesses to a certain level and then they've kind of lost contact in some senses with who they're servicing what their actual wants and needs are and really drill it back down to that basic level and make sure that you're you're doing that. And once you've got that, I think it's really then about telling the right stories. I think that's the key is a lot of people, as I said, the businesses grow and they grow sort of to, to some extent organically. You know, there's a lot of referrals and there's a lot of, you know, they just kind of things move along. But when you start wanting to grow it to that next level, it really becomes more and more about the stories that you can tell. And I mean, stories about your experience, stories about your understanding, and really looking at different ways to implement that across, you know, multiple platforms, because that is where you engage people the most. And I think that's a, it's often a part of business that people forget about. Agreed. And storytelling about yourself, the business, the history of it is becoming very much a part of marketing these days. And so you talked about telling your story and your history and whatnot on the multiple platforms, which of course, that's definitely what you got to do. So what does that mean? I mean? Are you talking video? Are you talking blogs? Are you talking, what are you talking about as far as the mediums and platforms of, of, of telling the story? Well, I think the answer is, is everything, um, is the, is the ideal because, you know, um, 
every person is different on how they prefer to receive information and when they prefer to receive information. Of course, it depends on the nature of what your business is as well uh, and the people that you're engaging with because, um, you know, there are certain audiences where certain platforms may suit more than others. But, I mean, for, as a general rule, I prefer these days to start with video. And the, and the real reason that you start with video is, is first of all, as we're doing right now, it's an authentic voice, right? You, you, you're asking me a question. I'm giving you an answer. There's no script in front of me. I'm, I'm giving you a natural response. And often that is the best response. People tend to overthink things too much. The great thing then about video is that you can deconstruct it and reconstruct it. So once you've got a video, you've got audio, you've got a transcript. And those two things alone give you maximum flexibility to do a whole lot of other things with it. So you can, you know, turn a video into a short presentation. You can turn it into a, a pull-out quote. You can turn it into a post. You can turn it into a podcast. Um, you can turn it into smaller videos. You can turn them into animations. You can place them, you know, anywhere that you possibly can think of. And I think that's the that's why you start with that. You know, I think that a lot of people get very scared about the idea of being on camera and uh, they get scared about the idea of being too, you know, the need to be too prepared. And the truth is that's actually you're putting obstacles in the way that you wouldn't do normally. I think we, you know, one of the things that I say to people, if you were invited over to a friend of a friend's on a weekend um, and, uh, you know, you met someone uh, you met someone there and they said, oh, what do you do? And you'd answer them. And and often that answer is actually the best answer that you can give. You know, particularly if you know your business, you're going to give an answer that has been thought out. And that's why I said the first part of my my answer to your original question is, is you, you do have to do that hard work initially to really be sure of of who you're speaking to, what their wants and needs are, and have the right language to associate with that because Otherwise, you become same, same. It's, 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 you know, never go out and tell someone, oh, for example, oh, I'm just an accountant because then there's nothing that makes you stand out from, from everyone. So you have to plug into those things a little bit more. And then if you get that message right, then you'll be invited to tell those stories. And once you start telling those stories, you're engaging yourself more to your, to your audience. And, and again, using the, using the simple accountant example, that if you're, um, if you meet someone and you start, start telling stories about, for example, that you deal with high net worth individuals, if that person is clearly not a high net worth individual, then, you know, that that's not going to, the story that you will tell about those people that you're dealing with will say, so we'll say to him, oh, thanks, but no thanks. It's not really is not really my thing. But if that ha person happens to be a high net worth individual, his ears are going to are going to prick up and he's going to want to hear more. So I think it is about that understanding of it um, so that you can tell the right stories. I love that. And I love that you're talking about doing video unscripted and unrehearsed because for a while the trend was scripted, produced, hair and makeup and the whole like TV commercial kind of video. And it doesn't speak, it's not that it's disingenuous or, or, or unauthentic, but it's, it's rehearsed and it's not natural. And we have learned for many reasons that being natural, being yourself is really important. So when someone works with you, Anthony, how do you pull that out of them 
I know, I mean, I know you interview, but you know, like we're talking and I'm kind of pulling it out of you, but this is a podcast. This is different than me telling my story or you telling your story. How do you work with people and how do you pull that out of them in that interview on that video that you do? Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 about asking informed questions. Um, you know, I have certain inspirations of, of people that I've I've looked at over the years. You know, I've got a background in the media, so I have that understanding combined with the marketing understanding. So, so the questions that I try and ask people are designed to try and help them engage with their audience better. So that because ultimately, what I'm pr- the, the videos and the interview series that I'm producing are for them. So it's so as opposed to. Um, when you put on a podcast and you kind of own it yourself and you're putting it out there as as you're doing the stuff that I produce is specifically for them. So I'm I'm interviewing them with a view that the videos are being handed over for them to use and uh, designed really around the principle, I guess, that, that, that I was brought up on um, and, and still, you know, in Australia and I know in the US as well, talkback radio or, or talk radio um, is incredibly popular, has been popular since day dot, um, really. And, and I know in Australia consistently outrates music stations by some margin around the country. And the reason for that is because people like those natural interviews and those discussions and, and talking about things and hearing people's stories. This is no different. This is actually business capturing the same principles and utilizing it for their own advantage and recognizing that um, audio on its own is not enough these days. You need the video component because people like to see the vid- you know the the visuals and know who they're who they're dealing with. And I think that you know takes it to another level, as I said, in terms of the flexibility that you can also do more with video than just the audio. Definitely. And I love the the idea of repurposing the content in many formats. So what do you have to say to that person out in my audience who is very, very video shy? Because, you know, the video piece of this is key. And, and yes, you're there helping them and interviewing them and kind of pulling the information out of them. But if you get someone on that video with you and they're still all kind of stiff and scared and going... Yeah, Anthony, the answer to that question is blah, blah, blah. How do you get them to relax and be comfortable with it? Because that's really important, no matter whether it's scripted or not, you still got to be relaxed and comfortable and look, not look good, not from the aesthetic perspective, but you don't look like you're scared to death going, oh my God, Anthony's interviewing me. So how do you do that? How do you get them to relax? How do you pull them into it to where they're really telling their story and not just answering questions that they're getting grilled on on a video? Yeah, and I think well, well, I think that there's a process to it. It's um, what I what I don't do is is just say is just call someone up and say right, we're going to interview you right now. There's there's a there's a you know there's a there's a process that we go through beforehand. So I sort of mentioned before about asking informed questions, and that comes through from, from us doing you know both research and a and a pre questionnaire. So that there's no you know in the in terms of what I'm doing, there is no um, surprises. You know, I'm. It's not a current affairs program. I'm not trying to grill them. I'm not going to, you know, knock down their door and try and get the police coming in or something. 
uh, it's it's about actually trying to make them uh, be seen as the experts. So I'm asking them stories that they have kind of led me into. It's a bit like when you see a celebrity interview, right? And you see um, some of these, um, um, the, you know, the, some of the programs that they appear on, and they'll and they'll say, "Oh, you know, you've got this amazing story about such and such, you know, that happened." And and I'm doing exactly the same thing. I'm, I'm soliciting that information. So I'm trying to put them at ease first. I mean, we've obviously had some discussions before we, we have the video. So there's some, some time around there. And, and really, I think it's as well is that, um, one of the advantages that we do is, is I don't do it. I don't bring them into a studio, um, directly into a physical studio. And there's an, there's a number of reasons for that. But one of them, there, the two main ones are one, reduces costs by doing it online dramatically, which everybody loves. But two, more importantly, comfort of your own home. And people are getting more and more used to this idea of, of I think, is there is there anyone in business that hasn't done a Zoom call in the past couple of years? Um, you know, I think, the, you know, so, so that idea of being on camera and having a discussion is not a foreign one. Whereas walking into a studio is kind of like, whoa, what, what's going on here? And, and I need makeup and I need lights and I need, you know, how do I get dressed and what's on in the background? And all of those things become, we can disarm them with that. Um, you know, from, from my point of view, I'm in his, I am in a studio environment. And that makes me the kind of the anchor of the program. But the other people are, the people I'm interviewing are out in their business so that they can just use what is a, a background that will be seen if they're having, if they're going to have a, uh, whether it's someone physically coming into their office or whether they're doing another Zoom call with someone, they're going, it's going to be the same sort of experience. But I think ultimately it's about having long, having conversations. I mean, when, when we shoot stuff, we do it for, uh, it's a 90 minute interview. And the reason it's 90 minutes is because we carve that up into sh lots of short videos, but also we don't stop and start at any point because like any conversation, the longer you get into it, the more relaxed people are. Uh, and that's my goal as, as, you know, as the host as well, is to try and make people relaxed and particularly the idea that I'm not trying to trip them up. You know, I want to engage them and uh, we'll do everything we possibly can to make sure that they're engaging the audience uh, in the, you know, to get the, the best possible result because I'm interested in them getting a great result out of the, out of the videos as are that. Awesome. I have one last question, um, kind of going back to platforms a bit because it, it just occurred to me as we were talking through this in your process, we talked about, you know, social media and, and having the videos for, you know, marketing newsletters, all those things. Can you actually do this process to help someone develop their website content if they're rebranding or if they're just getting started and, and have like a basic website, but they know they need to get a different, they need to message it better. They need to write that it needs to be the written piece of it. Cause I know you do transcripts and whatnot. Can you do this from that perspective, a very specific perspective like that and say, you know, Hey, Anthony, I need to redo the messaging on my website based on my, you know, what you do, my stories and whatnot. Can you walk them through, walk them through and interview them like that so that it's very specific to that and still keep it that natural, you know, storytelling thing that they can then turn into the messaging on their, the written messaging on their websites. 
Yeah, so I think there are two different things that are probably going on there, um, or three really. There's a, the the basic branding is is something that we do as well. So quite apart from the, from the video, there's a whole process in going through with uh, with branding or rebranding or refining a brand. Uh, again, it goes back to what we talked about earlier: the wants and needs, and really understanding your audience. And there's a whole series of exercises that we go through with that. And I think then from there, if you look at that in terms of your website, it's making sure that your website is talking to those people, that you're directing different audiences in different ways. And once you've got that and it's brought back to the core messages, the videos that we can do, which is a, you know, a standalone, a standalone product that we do, um, the videos can be utilized on the website. Absolutely. You know, so if you're talking to stories, a good example is, is what I think is endlessly fascinating is, is the story of how people got to be doing what they're doing like what what was that starting point you know one of one of my mentors um once said um that uh, your career is nothing more than a collection of selected pivotal moments which i which i absolutely love and i think those pivotal moments are stories and if you go back to those early stories and you start telling them it not only adds credibility but it brings people in and I think when you can tell, when you, when you've got the space to tell those stories, you know, that's perfect on an about page, for example, on a website where people want to delve a little deeper into what's actually motivating the person behind the business and, uh, and, and getting a better sense of, of that person and the company itself and those values that you hopefully have also gone through in a separate branding process will naturally come out in that. You know, it, it's, it's really a case of, making sure all of those things align and learning more and more about people as you go along the way. I love it. I love it. And you're, you're, you're essentially bringing out the human being, the person, um, not just the business owner, because so many people yeah. try to get stuck in that business owner mode and I'm guilty of it. I, I just went through the whole rebrand and restructure of my business at the end of last year and really got to see myself come out and go, oh my gosh, this is who I've been. Now I'm telling I'm this is who I am and always have been. But now I've, I, I say I've unleashed it. I've unleashed myself into the world. And you're helping do that on video with lots of different content. I think you, one of the times we talked and just, you know, one more question, how much content can a person get out of your interviews for the various avenues of marketing? And I, by, by that, I mean, how long of a period can they use that to market themselves and not need to create new content again, you know, after that? Yeah, it's a good question. And I, I think what, what, this is what really amazes people. So we do a session that, that takes 90 minutes to record. And from that, we create roughly about 21 videos, sometimes a couple more. Uh, from that, you, we believe that you can extract enough content to be posting at least twice, sometimes up to three times a week, uh, on social media across all platforms for a year. And then extending beyond that, you can also use that same content on your website, uh, whether it's main pages or blog pages. You can also use that same content for newsletters and any other kind of, you know, email communication that you might have particularly. And I think what's important here is it's not just potential news, new clients. It's actually a lot about existing clients, you know, investing in them and communicating with them and educating them and making them, you know, keeping you top of mind with them because a lot of businesses 
don't have that regular need for for contact and they tend to send out you know kind of the same notifications that everybody sends out but if you're actually um delivering personality and uh and education and information and stories with you know with uh, on a regular basis you actually completely change the game and and make you know people endear more them uh, to you know are more endeared to you and particularly if you can be a little bit more segmented in your database i think that's one of the the last tips that i'll give is is that often what people do is is they send to everyone and they forget that their audience is often quite different you know i i um I often use the example of of years ago my financial planner sent me a his standard newsletter which had on the top of it um the lead article was so you're about to retire and I rang him up and I said, Rob, what do you know that I don't know? And you know, <laughs> I'm looking in the bank account. I'm nowhere near retirement. Um, what's going on? And, and it wouldn't have, and, and, it, and it wouldn't, and it didn't take much to kind of segment the database and look at it or to, you know, and, and that may be in, in, in the case of something like that, it may have been tweaking a headline saying, so you know, someone who's about to retire or your parents are about to retire or, or you're planning for your retirement, or it could have been just simply shifting the order of the articles so that, you know, that, that another article that appeared in his newsletter could have been the main one for, you know, my age group. And, uh, you know, the next age group up or the next couple of age groups up um, might have been more about the retirement. And I think if we're thinking more in that respect, we're going to also better engage the audience. And it's back to what I said at the beginning, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're aiming at a particular audience and you're talking to someone who's clearly in a different audience, they're going to switch off. Now, if you're not interested in that audience at all, great, that's no problem. You kind of, you know, you're both moving on because there's no interest on that level there. But if there is a potential interest, there's no point telling a story about something that they can't relate to. And I think that's it's it's really important to have that mix. And that's why that, again, that long discussion allows us to cover a breadth of information and uh, and really ask, as I said, lead, lead you in and through informed questions and get those stories out so you've got content for a year and, and 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 I know you know Sophie how long it takes to write one piece of content that goes out on social media and uh and and if you when you often when you hire agencies and things other people are trying to write in your voice and it's never the same as actually having your actual words there that they can just go okay well we can repurpose that in a different way so it's it's really unlocking all of that and that's what it's absolutely designed to do um, that's awesome. And that is so amazing. A year's worth of content. I, I, my, my people are probably chomping at the bit here going, okay, where do I find them? Where, do, how do I learn more? So Anthony, tell us where can they find you and let them know, you know, how they can learn more and potentially work with you to do this amazing content. Well, first of all, you can absolutely connect with me on LinkedIn. So I'm not difficult to find there on LinkedIn. Um, but also if you look on uh, the page that's dedicated to that I have dedicated to this program that we've been speaking about a little bit here in the video series is called betterbiz. And if you look for betterbiz.online, you will find that page and uh, plenty of information there. And then just hit me up for a conversation. We'll just have a quick a quick chat for a few minutes and and I can fill you in more on the details and show you the ins and outs of how it works and, and uh, you know, to make it as easy as possible for you to solve all of your problems so you make sure that you know you're you're getting people to like know and trust you you've got constant and consistent communication that matches your brand ready to go for a year um you know it's just um 
it's a big time saver, but more than anything else, it's making sure that you are consistently marketing to your existing and potential new audience and not missing opportunities. I love it. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for being on the show. To my listeners out there, thank you for showing up and definitely go check out Anthony. And, you know, if nothing else, sneak on a call so you can listen to his accent for 30 minutes. Um, no, shh, don't do that. <laughs> Anthony, I, I can put it on there. I can put it on very thick if that's what they if that's what they want. <laughs> Give it a real Ocaroz Australian accent, you know. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. And they'll be like, OK, I'm going to pretend I want to know they. Go after it. Go talk to him because he's got something really valuable there to offer. And who doesn't want a year's worth of social media content? I mean, come on. So, but anyway, need to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Anthony. To my listeners, I will see you again next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com. Or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.